Hey, everybody, I'm Jody Vance. And I'm George Affleck. And it is time for... Over and over and keep going over my head again. I feel like, uh, you know, these, I don't know, we've been talking about park board forever. Forever. Wow. For ever. And you Are know people, what? It, yeah. You sorry. Go no, go well, ahead. I, just, I think we're going to say the same thing. Go ahead. I want to see you. I just, well, if if it was ever consistently rock solid, great at what it was supposed to do, we wouldn't be having this conversation. And we did not discuss this before hitting record, by the way. No. And this is the problem. It's not everybody thinks, oh, you're a supporter of a dismantling the park board. And I'm like, no, I'm supporter of better parks. <laughs> and they were asked, I was watching it live. I'm a nerd. Okay. And uh, they were asked, that's next level people nerd. that were, the, they were asked, they were, uh, people were asked, the supporters of the park board kept getting asked by, you know, so what, why, you know, why should we keep the park board at the, the elected park board because of history? That was the only real reason. They couldn't obviously give a reason because of competency, because yeah. there's absolutely no way you can say the sport has been competent for a very long time. And so history the history is, is, it's a nonsense argument. And, you know, I know this whole issue of democracy. And of course, I am a huge, you know, in my elected time, transparency, democracy, and all that stuff. But you got to make a decision to do something. And it's not like it's immediate. The province has to make the decision. So this is, obviously, for those who haven't heard, you know, the Park Board in Vancouver uh, has the, the ABC Vancouver, the political party in charge of Vancouver, made a, had a vote last night. They have eight votes on a council of uh, 11 all eight of them voted in favor of a motion that they put forward that was to they were whipped they were right they, there they were whipped party lines uh, it was fascinating to watch i'll tell you that in a minute because um uh, to to basically ask the province to change the charter vancouver has its own charter to disband the elected portion of the park board not to disband the park board because the park board will still have operations it'll be a department of parks and recreation which actually it is currently what there just happens to be a board that's elected publicly for whatever reason, because it happened, started happening in 1880, uh, and that's great. I always like to do things that happened in 1880 in the year 2023 because it always makes sense. Um, so, let's give some yeah. unspun background here, as you were yeah. saying. This is if if you're not following along like the nerds that we are on this subject, Mayor Ken Sim, when he threw his hat in the ring to run for mayor, said, "I will get rid of the park board," and everybody's like, "What?" I don't yeah. even remember which unspun episode was where we talked about that, where you very astutely said he can't do that unless he has all ABC park board members and then they vote That's to what I dismantle yeah. it. Right. But we that, all thought that would that. be the smart thing to do because then the politics would be off his back. Right. So we thought, okay. And then majority ABC. Oh. Majority in city council, majority in park board. Everything would be easy peasy, run so smoothly, right? No. So now, of course, Ken Sim backtracked on that when he was informed that yes. he couldn't do that, really. I mean, and now he's found 
he's clearly doing his due diligence to make bold moves and his statement about being bold and looking for where the problems are and then going after fixing them. And, and he even said when he was elected, we're not going to get it right all the time, but the definition of insanity is to keep doing the same thing mm -hmm. over and over again and expecting a different outcome, which is a very good yeah. political spin, by the way, mm -hmm. it is because it kind of sets you up for like, well, I tried or whatever. Um, but yeah. you and I have had such a history with talking about park board and not a lot of it has been, boy, they got that right, didn't they? Marie Claire Howard, who is an ABC Park Board um, commissioner, mm -hmm. I spoke with her on radio this week when all of this was happening before the Park Board meeting where it wasn't on the agenda and, uh, you know, a former Park Board commissioner got into a rather public yelling match with a new Park Board commissioner. And it did get very um, tense and heated at that Park Board meeting. But going into it, Mary Claire Howard, I really loved what she said to me on the air. I've never met this woman before. We've never spoken before. I asked that one for and one against come on the show because I want to show, you know, all sides of the argument here. So Brendan Bastiovansky was one. Mary Claire Howard was the other. And, and Mary Claire said, I moved here in 1985 and the parks were beautiful. And I flashed back to my grad year and thought to myself, you know what? They were, this city had it going on. We mm -hmm. had like just beautiful green spaces to go to that were affordable, if not free to park at. And it was just like things. And certainly the population has grown exponentially since then. We invited the world in 1986. They came and half of them stayed. And they should because this is a beautiful corner of the world to live in. So with that aside, since then, it has been like down yeah. the toilet, right? So mm -hmm. Brennan Bastiovansky, when I talked to him, I really like Brennan. I think he's super passionate. I think he's mm -hmm. got a mind for a future in politics. I think he's definitely looking at this as something he wants to continue doing. But he wants to do good. He wants an opportunity to fix what's broken. But when I asked him why and how, because Mary Claire said, I didn't get elected to do this just so I could sit in a fancy off uh, building in, in Stanley Park. I actually wanted to make it better. And if removing this level of bureaucracy makes it better, then I have to, you know, that's not best for me, but it's best for the taxpayers of the city. And I was like, boom, we're done here. That's great. And to Brennan, I'm like, why save it? Like, why not dissolve it? And he's like, because it's undemocratic. And I'm like, how is it undemocratic? Well, these we're elected park board and without us, the parks will be, Parks will be completely concrete, cemented over. Everything's yes. going to be developed and da, da da. I'm like, Brennan, it's just a Vancouver. Like that's not happening in Burnaby or West Van or North Van or Ladner or Richmond. No. Like it's not. It, it's not a. It's fear mongering to say that. So what is yes. really at the root of that, George? The save it, right? Like why is former Park Board Commissioner John Cooper, who's a good friend of both of ours, mm -hmm. um, why is he so? mad as hell and not going to take it anymore without actually explaining why yeah well it's interesting all these former commissioners all there from every every different side of the political spectrum is there um a lot of them i mean it's their history it's very emotional for them obviously they it's it's that means they don't they become redundant in a way right that must be very Do painful they, for them a little it bit doesn't of that, change for sure. what John did at the Bloedel Conservatory he will always be known for somebody who was yeah. instrumental in saving that stuff. building in now as a volunteer can, that people don't even know about that he's working stuff. hard exactly yeah. but you know then you've got bill tealman to me that's a political play uh you know he's yeah. mvp uh you have all these former vision people you have a lot of the left side and you have a lot of the right side coming together for this so it just epitomizes why park board is so political 
it's part of the problem. It's such a politically political hot potato and becomes this um, metaphor for mis you know bad government in in Vancouver. But yeah, it is bad government because first of all, they don't have the finances to do it. They they don't have the skill set. No offense to staff, they contract out so much work uh, at, there at at Parkport. People think there's gonna be a ton of union jobs left. Right. In fact, Ken Sim could argue that they're going to actually add union jobs because Park Board spent so much money contracting out those cones. Remember those cones? I was driving Do by today. I was coming here to work, and, and there was a there was a truck. There was a Park Board truck doing grass cutting or whatever on on Pacific. But behind it was a truck from Surrey or something. Uh, uh, cone company. I don't know what they were, and they were in front of the Park Board. Obviously contracted to be in front of the Park Board truck to make sure the traffic was being controlled. So. They don't have a traffic person that, that, that those people all exist. And it's, it's just like, how much is that costing to have that truck from Surrey come in and sit in front of another truck? And it's, it's just like, why? Let's talk train pool, like the Stanley park train, as it's you pools, pointed out. And as we learned this week is worse shape than you even thought it's in bad the shape. Pool. The pool. Let's go to the it's train first, because risk. to, to your risk. point about the Stanley park Christmas train, where we were told not happening, can't fix it. I'm like, we can't fix a like a children's train in a park. How can we not fix that? We can't fix it. It's impossible. Not gonna not gonna be there. And whatever. it's gonna cost a million dollars. You're like, what? Come on. And then city engineers figure out a way to fix what the park board said couldn't be fixed. And now it's yep. running and it sells out and it's support of the burn fund and it's doing all the things it's supposed to be doing at that park, bringing people in people who have to then park at the park and pay for their parking so that they can pay to go on the train and eat the food at the place. And that stimulates more and revenue. Maybe for... go to the aquarium if they want or play in right? the playground. That's right. The really nice big playground there, which is what we do when we go to the train, we go there, yeah. we go to the aquarium, we go to the, you know, it's, it's a whole, it's, a thing. it's like concerts in the park, all these things that, you know, and, and by the way, Ken Sim, read his quote last night, uh, what he said to the, I think it was CTV or Global Mail, was a quote, he has his own quote. He said, here's what I said during the election. I, I Yes, he admitted to flip-flopping, but he said, but, he said, if I, I'm okay, I'm not going to re remove the parkour, but I will be watching it. And if I don't like what I see, I will bring, I will talk, be, come back to this issue of dismantling he the did. borders. He said and it. He said that, he quoted it himself. Yeah, so you can't, smart move you know that so he that's what he's done and and but you know now we're facing this challenge we have this political movement against ken sim on all sides of the spectrum who are going to pressure the, the provincial liberals in the or provincial ndp in an election year um you know the bc uh, united they're going to lap this up and use this for their and so will the conservatives they'll use it everybody's going to be it's like oh my god now the park board's gone to as a, a voter i don't provincial care. Hot as potato. a voter if the, the more this is what i want to know one more much, thing yeah. as a voter the more oxygen that all of those people that you just rattled off, that all those parties that you rattle off, the more energy they put into this, that in my opinion, is not the most pressing thing that we must deal with in this moment, they will lose their credibility to me because they're just trying to make this a wedge issue, which whether or not the park board exists does not impact my grocery bill, does not imp impact the cost of gas, does not impact my property taxes, which, by the way, in Vancouver went up during all of the schlamazzle. We didn't even get to talk we'll about it. That. Let's go to the pool, yeah. though, first, because, mm -hmm. I mean, I wanted to make the point or you congratulate you on, on explaining to me, like getting that train fixed was that City Hall took over what the Park Board couldn't do, 
fix the train, period. When the park board said after the king tide and the high winds, the big storm we had, oh, Kitts Pool is broken. We're not going to open it this year. Uh, in 2024, it's not going to open. I was so upset about that. <laughs> As it turns out, with the COVID-19 plan of letting people only book online, I didn't get to swim in Kitts Pool anyway. And I live like 15 blocks from the pool. And I used to swim there every single day. So this matters to me. I was so angry about this. And big brouhaha, because lots of people were angry about this. Mm -hmm. And then, oops, city finds a way to fix it. Or did they? Because now <laughs> it's leaking 500 liters of water yeah. a minute. I have a pool in my building that we share. It's Pools are complicated beasts. Yeah. They got to be upgraded all the time. You can't let them, you know, when you talk about the broken windows concept, a pool is like a broken window times 10. It's, it's like a boat. hundred. Yeah. Two it's best like days of your life. The be day you get and, it and the day you yeah. sell it. Yeah, exactly. But they're really important to people who live on the West Coast because, you know, generally we can people swim in the ocean all year round here. And in fact, yeah. kids pool should just be open all year round. Agreed. Um, and my pool is and it's an outdoor pool in my building. I have an outdoor pool and we live as a strata council. We pay for this because everybody loves to swim and do laps all year round. Uh, and it's not cheap, but it's people are willing to pay for it in our building. And I think people in Vancouver would love to have an outdoor pool because, man, you know, what? it's really beautiful swimming in a pool outside in the rain. It's, it's really nice. Awesome. It is if you're, doing, if you're doing it for exercising. It's not about going and sunbathing. It's not no. nobody, it's not. It's a no. it's a place to go and get physical activity and be outside and breathe fresh air and do all of the anyways. But what do we do now? Like it was well, just recently, I, it was overhauled and updated by yeah. the park board. And then it had the storm and it was wrecked again. And then it was fixed again, apparently. Yeah. And now it's I mean, we're not. Drex was on his Instagram saying you're not allowed to have a paper straw or a plastic straw, but this is leaking 500 liters of water <laughs> a, of, a minute. It's slightly, slightly chlorinated water, I think, too. It um, is. It's fresh yeah, water it, it's, that is then chlorinated and uh, saline added. So it's not salt. It used to be salt water back in the day. Remember swimming? Did you swim in the pool back in the day when it was salt water? Yeah. Crazy. I, got, I almost got, I got arrested uh, swimming in Kitts Pool. Kind of arrested. George, what I, did well, you do? Was, it was, well, it was Expo, and I went there. We were having a little bit of fun with a bunch of friends. Maybe you know, we were just a bit tipsy on various things. And uh, we were over in Kits at a party, and then we thought, hey, let's go. It's like 3 in the morning. Let's go swimming at Kits Pool. And so, you know, we climbed over the fence, uh, took our clothes off, and we uh, dove in the pool and were swimming around. And suddenly, the security with a dog arrived. So we were like, <laughs> ah! So we climbed over the fence naked, and then we're running down the street i should probably shouldn't tell the story but you know whatever sure uh, so you should running, you're running, running down running, the street running, naked running down and so then we all split up there's like four of us we all ran in different directions but and the cops were there the cops were right and they're just literally the cop cars there's that little road that kind of goes around behind the pool and then it goes down towards the water and i'm like running and the cop car just with his headlights on and it's, it's like i'm like butt naked here uh with my clothes in my hands and it's like literally just you know i'm like running i'm like yeah, so I I just like turn around and go. <laughs> All right, you got me. Wave my hands, okay. And they're just like, okay, buddy, you know, they, they just gave me a warning. They thought it was quite funny. And my other yeah. friends, I couldn't find them. They disappeared completely. I was like, where are you guys? guys? Right. Uh, so, they're faster yeah, than you, apparently, that's, that's or didn't my, care about that's their right. clothes. They went into the bushes. I wasn't willing to go naked into the, into the bushes. So um, where do we go from here with this? Well, like, I'm worried. I'm worried they're not going to open the pool for the summer. I mean, how can they? And, and now you, the park board's still in charge until the province decides. So this could be a year, two years, who knows? So the people that couldn't get it done are still in charge. 
Uh, do they have the capacity? We know the problem. So are they going to put together a plan uh, to fix it and use some of their capital funds? They have uh, millions in their capital funds that they could redirect. See, that's the those. thing that Brennan kept saying to me, that there, it, there's no money. We need $2 million in order to do the things that we're doing. Like, I don't it's a capital know. expense. It, can, it comes out of their capital. It's a, I, I, I'm pretty sure they can use it for that. And they have the money for that. I feel bad. They don't have operating there's be money, some... for sure. Sorry, what? They don't have their operating money. They're definitely tight. They're operating right. cash. But this would be a capital expense, which for those who don't know accounting, you buy a house, that's kind of a capital expense. You got to keep the house running. That's an operating expense. So the, um, oh, I lost my train of thought. I was going, oh. Well, I still, I'm worried about the pool not getting open this year because if it's right. leaking, oh, that's, that, they're going to have to empty it out. Thank you. You're thank not going to have a pool for the summer. Um, and then people are like, what's the big deal? So what if that pool closes for a couple of years? Who cares? You know what? I do. I it, care. Not for me, but I'm talking yeah. about a generation of parents and kids who are not going to have the experience of their littles, you know, waddling into that, you know, inch deep and, and that little area and, mm -hmm. and just having that, that gorgeous place to spend time with your kids uh, more than even all of my years swimming a mile a day there, which I, I loved one day I beat David Duchovny in, in a three lap race that oh, he wow. didn't know he was doing with me. Yeah. He, did, <laughs> okay. he didn't know. I knew it was him. So I kept speeding up and then he got all competitive with me. And then I like, I dolphined at the end. Uh, anyway, I digress, <laughs> oh, but wow. it's more about how it was with, with Brady and, and my nieces and, and, and my just like going down there saying, I got the kid, let's go. We're going to set up. We're going to put our towel there, you know, just at the end up against the wall where you can get the shade. And then you sit there and you're looking at English Bay and the mountains and the downtown and, you know, somebody's standing over the kids and the lifeguards are saying good morning. And I mean, it's just going up to the little concession stand when it used to have delicious fish and chips. Oh my gosh. It used to be so great. Mm -hmm. I, it used so to be great. So imagine, imagine this, the pool's empty, it's the summer and they can't because of park board in their incapable abilities, incapabilities, don't get it yeah. open. And at the same time, the provinces decide whether or not this park board is relevant. It's a pretty good uh, example when they're right. deciding on whether to process this. Uh, through It'll be glaring for sure. I mean, uh, That's a really good is, this, is the kid's pool in his writing? Where's the border? He's, his border is McDonald, I think, isn't it? Uh, I'm not sure. I think it is. EB's I think writing. it is McDonald's. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's not technically. But um, yeah, no, it's a, it's an MVP writing though. Anyways, oh, it's going to sure. be interesting to see. And I think, you know, they can just ignore it. They they can just say, nope. They said, I, I tweeted this out this morning because I couldn't remember the last time the province said no to any charter request. Right. And I tagged Justin McElroy and Francis Bula and a few other City Hall reporters and Justin responded saying from CBC saying that the last, in 2021 they asked to change the sign up uh, the chart teach a charter to get to have to have 100 people fill out a form to run for office instead of the current 25 and the province said nope nope that's not democratic so interesting decision there that sort of makes me kind of go that's the NDP who did that and and well of I got course, this yeah. from Richard Zussman because mm -hmm. uh, David Eby just had a presser. And he was asked about the park board and uh, province expects a transition plan from the city um, will include indigenous engagement and what happens with current infrastructure. And then uh, whether this is going to be similar to the Surrey police situation. Um, and uh, uh, this is notes that, that Richard had sent out just saying there's a big difference between public safety and how parks are governed. 
and then mentioned First Nations again. And you were saying that you actually heard a quote uh, from... Basquim have already said they look forward to have, dealing with less government as they work through their process in, in, in their area. And I think that as far as reporting from my sources in City Hall, they staff have for several weeks now been fully engaged in this process already. They're with the assumption that this would pass, um, given the majority by ABC. So they are already well on their way to probably present a report to council of some form out of the gate in January that will then go to the province so that they can move forward this quickly. So they are fully engaged from my, my sources that uh, at City Hall that uh, to present a very robust uh, reasoning and plan. And I think that's what they, I, I believe that, that staff at City Hall would be very apprehensive about communicating how bad things really are, because it would be like, you know, you're, you know, telling on your little brother or something, you know, it's yeah, like, admitting oh, that you know. it's toxic. I, I mean, yeah, it just now... seems to me there's more at play here. It got so personal, so fast inside ABC with, you know, yeah. I just, I, my spidey senses are tingling that this just isn't one thing. This, there's, there's more to this drama as there always is there's spin around everything because yeah. people are staying tight and supposed to don't talk the, the, we'll fix the, it yeah and the part we talked about this last time the politics of this are not good for Kansas potentially right. uh you know it could go in many different ways and the ultimately worst thing would be a right-wing party starting up splitting the vote on the right and then the right. left keeping it together getting behind uh christine boyle even if this parkour goes through and it all happens um which is I think likely, even if they had a, even if the province forced a referendum, which would cost millions, um, and that's that not just, a good look. Um, but if that happens, I'm pretty sure the support would be there for. If there's going to be a win. referendum, it better be binding. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> if it's a non-binding referendum and it's going to cost millions of dollars, we just got our. Well, it's not going to be nine percent or the ten percent that we worried it was going to be again, and not going to be nine percent. Now we've got a seven point two percent property tax that slid under the wire while all this park board stuff was going on. And and then the good news story as well, because I think our very first ever Unspun podcast, our um, initial subject beyond the wood chipper and the drama that was happening over at the legislature um, was booze and like uh -huh. loosening up the, the rules around because you can get a glass of champagne yeah. at the spa or at the hair salon in Richmond. You've been able to for years, but in Vancouver, no, dangerous. dangerous. I know. That's well, two things now. there. The fact that that budget passed without us, it, it got even, lost in the chaos of this week. They passed a 7.5% budget and didn't even get covered. Like whatever. And that's just the property tax. There's all the other fees that are going up as well. So your your cost of living in Vancouver as a taxpayer is closer to 9%, depending on where yep. you live. Worse for single family homeowners and condo units. And it's an argument for why maybe you should move into a condo. But yeah, the 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 other issue, yeah, this is um, the boosting. I, I, this is something, yeah, you and I obviously talk a lot about. I just find the hypocrisy, like Vancouver Coastal Health constantly coming to council when I was there and still doing this, and they still did it regarding this issue that you're touching on, which was a, you know, saying alcohol bad, alcohol bad, but marijuana, that's fine. Oh yeah, you can have uh, cannabis stores everywhere you want. I'm like, yeah. what? I don't get it. I don't get why you can't have a little wine store. Uh, or a wine tasting place or a beer tasting place uh, never understood anywhere it. you want but you can, you have can a... sell at the liquor what? store right next door to the Safeway or the, the grocery store whatever um but you can't put that in the Safeway you have to leave that store and come into yeah. the other store next door because it's more that's regulated. right so this week the council 
And this is what's interesting about this council. They approved, they changed the rules and they can put a alcohol places anywhere you want in the city. Uh, in Ontario, they're doing it at gas stations. I saw George. the gas stations. I saw that. Gas this stations, Co- know, convenience this stores. Is, this is a huge deal. This is big. I mean, the restaurant people have been asking for this forever. Forever. Um, you know, the the obviously Safeway and Save On are saying, why can't we have? Oh, because there's a liquor store a block away. Well, who cares? And like, what? <laughs> like, okay, why are you protecting? Why are you protecting? You know, these organ, these why? small business, these businesses, and these government organizations. I guess I, it makes no sense. Is it, it the union? Let the market employee? figure out the market. Like, well, it's 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 a product. Let the market figure out where where to sell it. Like, why are you getting involved in this? Like. You still have to go through the province. The province still controls the number of licenses you have. So it's just, yeah, right. why well, are you saying so where? There's so much red tape involved in this. I just think it's insane to look at how many times have we talked about the nightmare that is uh, the Granville Entertainment District right now. Most yeah. of it is because there aren't enough seats for people to go and be in the places that they want to go to. It's not in the venues typically. I mean, mm-hmm. barring the gang violence that we've seen happen down there. But it's because they're the supply and demand of where you can go. You can't just hop to the next place either because there are no next places because they've restricted the number of places or you go to, you know. There and across the city. Yeah. Bow Bay and Kiefer and, and and the Irish Heather and whatever. They have to be so far apart because mm-hmm. it says so. So, you know, there we are in the in the middle of November in the pouring rain freezing and, and thinking, oh, well, we can't get in here. Where should we go? Well, let's just go home. Cause I'm not, I'm not walking six blocks to try and see if I can get into the other place that I know is going to be packed. Cause it's the yeah. only thing in that neighborhood too. Why can't we grow up? Well, the answer is we can. And now we're going to see whether it causes Armageddon. <laughs> oh my God. What was interesting this week about that and about, you know, this, this eight votes thing, what's, you know, vision had eight votes, but they, it drove me crazy. So in watching that vote last night, uh, vision used to would sit there and each one of them after, even though they knew we knew they were going to vote in favor of something would each talk for five minutes. And so you'd have yeah. 40 minutes on every single, whatever issue, right? These guys at ABC are super like controlled. They don't speak. They don't ask questions. Barely. They, when it comes to the vote, nobody gets up and says, I'm voting for this. Cause I love it. It's amazing. It's going to be changing. Nothing. Uh, they get the three opposition people stand up and they say, blah, blah, blah. They get their five minutes and then they go to vote and it's over. And you're like, like last night, would it, if it happened, if the vote happened, if that had been envisioned in Vancouver when I was there, they wouldn't have done the vote because the people were in the room. They would have said, we're going to do the vote. We'll take finish with the speakers and we'll do the vote at council when nobody's there. So we don't have right. to deal with the speakers. Um, and it's in the daytime and nobody will see it. Uh, and it was very it might have taken days. It might have yeah. taken multiple like because, mu- oh, we're just going to hold these speakers over for another. No, that's right. They do three minutes, which also it's exhausting. Is, you know... One of the things I'd like to point out, because we were talking about, you know, the escalation in, in the spun unspun universe, I mm-hmm. the former commissioners um, who, as you mentioned, are super passionate. I would consider most of them that that were there that I saw anyway, uh, people that I've I've come to know and I like very much as people. And then mm-hmm. I see this side of them and and I got, I had to literally put on my Twitter, if you come into my DMs one more time, it's on the record. Because I had so many people going, you should be saying this and you should be saying that. I'm like, don't tell me what to say first. <laughs> like, Obviously, they don't watch our podcast. Well, that was just it. I mean... I but it got to the our point. Podcast last but night then saying, I had watch people that were like, because... I, I love your DMs, da, 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 da. And they weren't the people that were DMing me. But it was disappointing to me, the full court press that I suddenly got from the yeah. people who in in the past had sort of 
position themselves as, you know, I'm here for you if you want to talk about a thing or whatever. And now it was like, you better say this. And I was like, actually, no, like, that's not how this works. Mm -hmm. That's, that's not how it works. And you know what, to be honest with you, George, I'm pretty down the middle on this. If park board was suddenly working better and we were seeing things improving and action being taken and done, I'd be like, great. I had a huge issue with the last park board. Um, mostly because the agenda stuff was so ridiculously clear and it was vicious. I mean, I had two of them coming for my job. Like they were not, I'm self-employed, thank goodness, but they actually tried to get you and I both fired. It's a powerful position. And if you abuse that power, which I believe some have, and others mm-hmm. have used that position for good, and both of them are being lumped into one, that's why I wanted to bring it up as we wrap yeah. up here, is there are some really great, committed Absolutely. park board commissioners. Making a difference. Um, I would put Trisha Barker right in there. I don't know somebody more passionate about access for people with disabilities. She spends mm-hmm. her days taking care of people, um, seniors. And, and, and I saw her there and she was, Oh, and you could see the passion in her, right? Like there's a committee uh, at city hall that is made just for that. And if the city controls the parks, she can join that committee and be a real advocate for park having access to parks through, it would be way faster. It would be better. It would. I think she would be Sorry, great at it too. But I just feel this way. I just feel, and I think because you and I have been talking this for so long and it's not that five I years. hate good government. And that's why, you know, five years and it's not that it's, it's just, you had your chance and i don't see just because it existed and it was good should be good it's it's a level of government we don't need there's no example where it. it crosses province where things are in the cities that have parks that are doing a worse job than vancouver it's the opposite we are yeah. the worst parks in the region and have been Absolutely. for as long as i can remember and, 160,000 uh, trees coming out of stanley park yeah we could have gotten on those looper mops a train that a doesn't run a pool that's ago. not going to open a pool that wasn't right? built Several community Lost centers Lagoon, that haven't been Fountain. built, nope. et cetera, et cetera, Can't do et the water feature. Nope. Yeah. Can't mow the lawns. Nope. No, we're done. How do people find you? You were mentioning tweeting. You are at I George know, underscore Affleck at George underscore Affleck. One of the best follows on Twitter. Uh, I'm at Jody Vance. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at Jody Vance. Jody with a Y. Unspunpodcast.com. Like and subscribe. Share with your friends. We're here every Thursday. Tip your waitress. Try the veal. No, don't eat veal. That's bad. That feel bad. Beef. No. Don't try be- that. Be- vegan burgers. I don't know. Bye.